the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Welcome to the Free Indeed Podcast, where we believe in freedom, reaching everyone, everywhere. Here's your host, Mike Hansen. Welcome to episode 47 of the Free Indeed Podcast. I can hardly believe we are approaching 50 episodes now. And we are um, having, this is a very special um, edition of the Free Indeed podcast. I say a lot of them are special. This is going to be exclusively an interview that Kirk did with, uh, we just know him as, you'll, you'll get to know him, but he, he's known as Pastor Mac. And we, just this past weekend, from when we're putting this podcast together, uh, did our very first Free Indeed weekend for a church. And we just wanted to be able to share some of Pastor Mac's comments and uh, hope you can hear him uh, talk about how important this issue is for his church. And just to give you kind of a preview of one of the things he said, he um, shared a moment as he was walking by somebody in his church. So just listen for that. That was really a pivotal moment for him to see that this issue of pornography needs to be addressed in churches. So please enjoy this interview that starts off quite funnily with Kirk um, talking to Pastor Mac with my voice showing up just a little bit because my voice was shot over the weekend. Kirk did most of the speaking, but I was uh, not feeling well, and I'm still not recovered yet, uh, but my voice was not quite there, and I had spoken for one of the sessions the day before, and I almost completely lost my voice. It's never happened to me before. So anyway, I hope you enjoy this. It's a pretty good conversation that Kirk has with Pastor Mac. This is Kirk M. Samuels here, free indeed, pornfreechurch.com. This looks pretty suspect right now because we're sitting literally in Mike Hansen's truck. He's sitting in the front seat. He's got his earbuds in. He's got his laptop going. Um, I am sitting here in the back seat of Mike's truck <laughs> with in the middle of Denver, in the middle of a Denver neighborhood. It's broad daylight, so it doesn't look too suspect. But I'm here with Pastor Kelby McCautry here, um, and we just got finished with a free indeed weekend. We just taught uh, we just taught the free indeed class um, to a group of of um of of members at, at at Park Hill SDA Church and and um and so we are excited. We just asked Pastor Mac if, if we can just grab you and just kind of get a few minutes here, just get your impressions um after the weekend while it's fresh. Um so first of all, how you doing, man? <laughs> We're in the back of this car, man. <laughs> it's all it's all good. It's all good. I, I just want to tell you guys and you know, first of all, hello to everyone out there listening. Um this weekend has been phenomenal. Mm. You know, everything that we covered, obviously, you know, usually would be six weeks and we did everything in two days. Um, but everything that we covered, not only is it biblical, but it just makes sense. I always believe that ministry, ministry should scratch where there's an itch. And what we covered, everything that we talked about is actually scratching that itch, which will allow us to be able to go out and to help transform the world and do things for Christ. And to, to put this in context, can you just share for a minute or two the kind of things that, I mean, your, your church, you're like you all are groundbreaking in just some of the thought and some of the directions that you're, you're talking about going in. Can you just like share really quickly, just to put it in context of, of this weekend and where your church is going and some of the things that your church is passionate about in the community, within your church and within your, your neighborhood as well? Sure, sure. I, I think I'll start with this. You know, no matter how great something is or how good something looks, it's only as strong as its weakest link. 
Um, and one of the things that we're trying to do at Park Hill is make sure that we are actually touching people like Christ wants to touch them. So while it's good to have programs and all those kind of things, and we've got a community service program, which is touching the young people and touching people all over the community. We've got Christmas things and Thanksgiving. All that stuff is well and good. But if you don't have a first a relationship with Christ Jesus, because that's the important thing. And so part of what we're seeking to do is build up I call it building up the temple. And in order to build up the body of Christ, we've got to make sure that everyone is strong and firm. And part of what what you guys have taught about being free is understanding that no, we all have issues from the pulpit to the pew. We all have issues. We deal with different things. But what can I do now recognizing that those things are not limitations, but they actually can be a, a stepping stone to something better for Christ? That's phenomenal. And like I said, I mean, just some of the things that, that you shared, that you all have shared about that that's happening in your church, you all are really on the cutting edge. We talk to a lot of pastors and make our way to a lot of churches and that sort of stuff. And, and just the, the things that you all have going on and the vision that you all have, like I'm, it is so next level that it's almost like scary because, I mean, you're, you're, you're thinking and you're reaching ahead in places that 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 most of culture and just a lot of even quite honestly i mean and this is not a complete dig but a lot of even just church culture in general are really just kind of almost hesitant to go to but just kind of outside of the box and so you all are really just thinking outside of the box and everything and especially including uh including just kind of having us here this weekend so uh, what's probably one and again we just like finished literally like we are sitting in the car we just packed up and everything so while it's fresh what is one kind of highlight or takeaway from this weekend that that just stands out to you just right here sitting in the car i tell you what the biggest thing for me was and listening to the whole thing is the whole ministry is about being free indeed Mm -hmm. and i think it was from lesson two uh, where we introduce accepting Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I love stories. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't mind, I'll share a little story that, I, that I was thinking about. It's a story of this older gentleman who had a son. And, you know, like most teenagers, didn't always make the right decisions, didn't always do the right things. In fact, we could even say maybe he got involved with pornography and different things like that. But anyhow, this son, he, he gets a little older and, like you, went into the military, goes off into the military and... um the father is, of course, trying to find out what's happening with his son. Um, communication doesn't always go as well. But one day he gets the message from his son's friend that his son had been fatally injured in battle. The son actually did something. The, the friend of the son actually did something. He drew a picture of the man's son and sent it home to him. This man is very wealthy, and he had a lot of artwork in his home. Van Gogh and Rembrandt and all kind of stuff. But when he got that portrait of his son, he took it and he put it over his mantelpiece. Well, he was the only son, and so after a time, the father died, and there was no one to take over the property. So they were going to get rid of everything. So they called in the auctioneer. Auctioneer came in, and he said, okay, listen, we're going to have this auction. And people came from all over the place, you know, to see all this fine art from all over the world. As they were getting ready to start, the auctioneer said, well... There's one caveat. We have to start with the picture of the man's son. And you could hear the people in the crowd kind of like, okay, well, well, you know, just hurry up. Let's get through this because we came for, for the real artwork. They put up the picture of the man's son and it was dead silence in the room. Nobody wanted to bid on it. So the auctioneer said, well, will, will somebody give, you know, $1,000? Nobody said anything. 
After a few minutes, this lone voice from the back of the room, who was actually the gardener for the man who had died, says, listen, I, I don't have a lot of money like most of these folks here, but I'll give $10 for the portrait of the man's son. The auctioneer said, $10 going once, $10 going twice, finally sold to the man in the back for $10. But then the auctioneer did something interesting. He took his gavel and he put it down and he said, that's the end of the auction. The people were confused and I kind of see it on your face. They were like, well, well, what do you mean? What happened to the rest of the artwork and stuff? He said, the one thing I didn't tell you was that the man was very specific. He said, whoever takes the portrait of my son gets everything. I kind of used that, and it kind of was coming to me through the whole weekend when we talk about uh, accepting Christ. Whoever accepts Christ, in the end, gets everything. Mm. And so free indeed helped me to to visualize that and to see that. And I think, you know, where, where I would like to go with this thing is that people need to understand that it's about salvation. It's all about understanding that in Christ there is liberation, there is freedom. That doesn't mean that the devil is not there and that there won't be some challenges and there won't be some issues that we have to deal with. But when we accept who Christ is, there can be freedom, there can be liberation, and we can indeed be free indeed. Wow, man, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty dope. I'm like, later on, I'm going to have to come back and just digest that. Just period, man. That, that's, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty, all right, let me, let me refocus here. Let me reshift or Mike's going to give me a dirty look. Um, see, I just, he just did that. So let me let me let me let me start off with a question. First of all, would you recommend other churches bring free indeed in as a training for churches and church staff? Without a doubt. Why? Um, and and here's the reason why. If we're going to be honest and real about ministry, then we must recognize that this is a topic. This is an issue that is not just out there for somebody else, but it affects all of us. I think one of the statistics we talked about is that it's um, only 7% of the churches actually have a plan to deal with pornography. Well, the reality is this. If you don't have a plan, then what's going to happen? You know, and it is rampant. Um, I shared in the meeting, and I don't mind sharing even here, that I had an experience. What kind of prompted this whole thing was that I was walking through the church as service was starting, and there was a gentleman who was sitting in the congregation, kind of close to the aisle, and he happened to be looking at something pornographic as church is starting, as the ministers as we're walking in. Um, and it kind of was the, the catalyst for, for what we're doing here. So the basic answer is yes, without a shadow of a doubt, this is something that not just an Adventist church, but every church, not just churches, but all of us, because it is something that affects all of us. So we all need to know about it. We need to learn about it. We need to know what, what it is what the impacts are, and how, how we can be a part of helping to provide a solution. Wow, and actually one of the things that that, uh, that I just kind of brought up, and actually ironically when I brought it up, it was kind of spur of the moment in the moment uh, of, well, I, I don't even remember what I was talking about, but just the, the notion that, as I call her the IP mistress, she's sitting in the pews mm-hmm. right along with everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, right along with everybody else, whether she's on somebody's phone and they're actively watching it, whether she's on their phone right next to the Bible app, or whether she's in between the husband and wife sitting next to each other in a pew. And so that's a prime specific example. Mm-hmm. As a pastor, are you hopeful or optimistic about being able to to address this issue in a in a new way after this weekend? I'm very hopeful. I'm, I'm an optimistic person mm-hmm. by, by nature. Um, 
But kind of the thing that kind of set with me towards the end, I think it was in the last lesson, uh, we talked about the power of one. Um, what what are what is your purpose? You know, that was the thing. Why why are you here? Who are you? Um, and I, I kind of get the sense just from this weekend that there's a reason why God has allowed us to come together at this particular time, at, you know, for what's happening right here, to be able to help address something that is affecting so many people. Um, and so I, I am committed, as I said before, to working along with Free Indeed, to working with whoever, uh, any church out there, because I think this is something that we all really need to, to understand that it has an impact on everyone. But you know, I've never been a pastor. But I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kind of go to, you know, the 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 enemy's advocate, okay. and just kind of, if if I'm a pastor and I'm thinking, and I'm just kind of off the top of my head right now, if I'm thinking, man, I got so many things to deal with, so many things to address in my church, whether it's building issues, whether it's division within the church, whether it's this issue and that issue, and like, do I mean, is this really even worth? fighting is this really even worth taking on as an issue within the church i mean what are your thoughts about that i mean because you deal with you know everything that every other pastor has to deal with i i would answer that by saying this um the bible says you have to count the cost Mm. and when i think about cost cost is not necessarily a price tag but sometimes that cost is something else more than that. And so when you look at all the things that are involved with church and with ministry, you have to ask yourself and, you know, through the help of the Holy Spirit, what's your priority? Why, what, what, what are we really trying to do? Going back to what I said, are we seeking to put more attention into building up a building or are we seeking to build up people? Because it's the people that make up the body of Christ. And so to me, addressing issues such as pornography that want to help see people to realize, okay, if there is an issue, if there's something here, what, what, what can I do to get past this thing? Those to me are, are more important than say arguing over, you know, carpet and chairs and what color paint goes on the downstairs room. I mean, even though those are issues that, you know, are, can be important. Mm-hmm. And, and quite honestly, sometimes a lot of the small issues can become big issues in the church. True. When you get people involved with small issues, right. when it becomes big to them, then all of a sudden, if it's the right or wrong person, depending on how you look at it, it can be a kind of a big deal. And so, so you know, I, I don't know that any any of those things would be necessarily diminished from, from your perspective. And, and I agree. Yeah. I, I don't see that they would be diminished, but it, it's it's where do you put your focus? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where, what is the, what is the most important thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you have to, we start with that. And to me, ministry is the most important thing, but that ministry involves reaching people. Mm-hmm. When I look at the example of Jesus, and that should be all of our example, his first thing was he met with the, he mingled with the people, he hung out with them, and then he bade them follow me. Mm-hmm. So in reaching people, in trying to, to, to be the example of Christ and trying to, as we talked about, touching the untouchable and accepting the unacceptable and valuing those who are unprofitable, it takes some time to get to know who people are. And, and that means getting to know who people are means sometimes there are going to be some issues that you'll encounter mm-hmm. that might be a little bit taboo mm-hmm. for others. Mm-hmm. But as we talked about in there, if, if you got to do, if, if that's what it takes so that somebody can see God in us, then that's what we want to do. Wow. And so just to reset, uh, we are sit here sitting in Mike's truck. <laughs> Mike is sitting in the front seat. We only have two microphones. So, um, so that's why you're not hearing Mike do much talking. You want to say something, Mike? 
I do have a question, Uh-oh. but my voice is not that great at the moment. Pastor, I wanted to ask you, do you feel empowered to deal with this better as a church now, now that you've gone through this? Certainly. Uh, I think education is, is very important. And the amount of information that has been shared, and I think I'll, I'll borrow what you said, um, there are people that have a lot of letters behind their name and different things like that. But I, I like the statement, uh, there are some people that have degrees but can't change the temperature in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, well, with what we got this weekend from the beginning, the first lesson, all the way through the last one, um, it's just a wealth of information that now is not just – and it's one thing. It's, it's one thing to get information, but it's another thing to teach. Mm-hmm. And you guys taught us this week. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I like stories. So, you know, I'll share another one real mm-hmm. quick before we go. There's a teacher. Um, she had a bunch of girls in her school classroom. And for whatever reason, these girls li- like to come to school and put on their lipstick and go in the bathroom mirror and practice kissing. And so they would go in the bathroom and they would put on lipstick. And you see all these lip marks all over the the mirror all the time. So, you know, she was trying to get the girls to stop. And one day she said, okay, well, we're going to see if we can change this thing. So she asked the school janitor to come in and to explain to them how much work it took to clean off the mirror each day. So the janitor actually took the squeegee, put it inside of the toilet, and then proceeded to clean off the mirror. After that, there were no more lipstick things on the mirror because there's a difference between someone who is just giving information and a teacher you guys to me brought it home real and made it real enough where we, we got it so so what are you looking forward to coming out of this weekend for your church and we just talked about this mm-hmm. what we're looking forward to now is taking this information processing what can we do as a church here in the denver area to move forward with this. And, um, you know, there, there will be some things that we'll have to really consider about how do we move forward um, with doing things. But but our goal is to not just sit on it, but to take it and to share it with the world. Mm. And, and, and so do you think, and you had several people, we had nearly like, I think it was almost right after like 15 people mm-hmm. uh, from your church come through this weekend. Um and a uh, phenomenal group of people, by the way. And it's yes, funny, yeah. as we've been sitting out here in the car, like one by one, people have been coming up and knocking on the door and reaching in. And and uh, and just even a couple of times while we've been sitting here recording, um, great group of people, um, you know, group of people that are passionate about passionate about each other, mostly just passionate about Christ, passionate about their church and just good hearted people. You can tell that we're all in a couple of times we got kind of off tangent with some of the conversation and people were just dialed in and it was really, really refreshing. And then, you know, the very thing that we do at the very end, uh, I mean, uh, well, I won't spoiler alert it, um, but, but the thing that we do at the very end and just see, how people really connected and where where people were kind of going out the door and it felt like everyone you know one of the one of the 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 uh, the gentlemen that was in for this weekend he stopped in right before you you walked up and it's funny because Mike kind of mentioned his name and said, "Do you think he would? You know, do you think he really called on? Do you think he would be great at this?" And uh, <laughs> right when Mike said that, two seconds later, he walked up to the car and he opened a car door and he told the story of um, uh, of. You know, he was having or he normally has kind of issues like this time of year. Okay. And it's kind of cyclical for him. And so, you know, during this time of year, he was thinking like this was the last place he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And, and this was one of those things that, you know, he, he just really did not want to be here. 
and and he was pretty clear with that. Like coming into this weekend, he just flat out was adamant about this is stupid. Why do I want to be here? <clears throat> but he shared that. You know, I guess last night before we even got to day two, last night, you know, he was communicating with one of his friends and and he told his friend, like, it was a game changer. Like, he told his friend, like, you know, I mean, it was exactly the way he put it. I think he put it similar to it was the key that he needed to unlock something that was significant to him, like this cycle that was in his life. And it showed him how to do everything that he wanted to do. And that's what it's about. And and what and it and he didn't share the details necessarily, but it didn't sound like it was specifically around pornography as much as it was about just the greater picture and just different struggles that he had for his life. And so it was just profound and it was it's it's rewarding to hear that. And, and you know, and he just, you know, he even went around to, to the other side of the car and took Mike's hand too. But nice. you know, but to hear that kind of stuff and just to feel the feeling of the people coming out of this room, the people that were in there. So I mean, just huge kudos to you. And it just speaks to it speaks to leadership, but it also speaks to just the power of Christ and, and everything that you all are doing um, at, at Park Hill SDA. And so, I mean, how do you I mean, do you think and how do you think this might begin to change your particular church or even just the the capital C church? I mean, as this this type of vision or these types of things begin to roll out? I think my answer to that was, is again simple one. A lot of times in church, we we have, we may have ideas of what we may think is important, but oftentimes it doesn't connect or it doesn't doesn't hit the mark, doesn't hit the bullseye. Um, and while while ministry is important as a whole, in dealing with a topic such as pornography, which as we learned is impacting not just one or two, but hundreds of people, thousands of people, millions of people all over the world. Here's an opportunity now to, again, scratch where the itch is. Um, and that, again, it doesn't discount, you know, Bible study and different, all those things are, are coming together as a part of it. But part of my, my, my personal model and kind of what we believe at the church is this. Now that we have been empowered to learn about this, and I live by this, it says, when a task has once begun, never leave it until it's done. Be the labor great or small, do it well or not at all. And so as we go forward, as we seek to to just make a small mark, because, again, in trying to change the world, it just starts with one. It might, it might just be the one little spark and then it becomes two and then two becomes four. You know, one doesn't have to try and sh- to reach everybody in the world. But as we seek to do that, I, I just believe that if we put our all into it, all in, you know, God will then take that small little bit because little becomes much when we place it in the master's hand. And when we look back or in fact, I'm sorry, when we get to heaven and we're able to hear him say, well done, he'll be able to then show us and say, it's because of you that this person is here and this person is here. So I just want to continue trying to make a difference with the little bit that we have and keep sharing so that one day indeed we'll hear him say, well done. Mm. Pastor Kelby McCautry, he's dropping it like it's hot up in here, man. That's some wisdom right there, man. I appreciate that tremendously. If you know him, he's Pastor Mac. Like, I mean, that, that's just who he is. He's just that guy, right? Um, and you had, by the way, you had your son, you had your wife here, you had the whole family in the room. My wife was here and my oldest son. Um, of course, we work along with the Pathfinders mm-hmm. um, as counselors working along with them. And so my oldest is 18, so he's a, we call it a teen counselor. Mm-hmm. So some of this information, again, it would impact him. 
and his friends and friend group that he's around. And just like what you mentioned, you know, we're, we're hoping that all of us, because not everybody's going to get it from Pastor Matt. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to get it from Pastor Mike. Not everybody's going to get it from a Kirk. So it takes all of us being able to, being willing and able to share our story, share our testimony so that it goes worldwide so that everyone can be impacted. Man, that, that's that's profound. Can you? I would like for you one last request to bring this whole thing home. Can you speak to a pastor who's kind of on the fence of whether or even not they should address the issue for one, but for two, consider bringing bringing free indeed into their church? Can you speak to that pastor who's kind of on the fence of like, should I or shouldn't I? Having been a pastor now for a number of years, twenty some years now, um, there's always going to be risk with anything that we do. Um, but I think as a pastor, when we trust God, and not even as just as a pastor, but as a child of God, when we trust God, we have to believe that whatever that risk might be, the reward that he has for us is greater. So my advice to that pastor who is listening and who may be wondering, well, I'm on the fence about doing this. It's clear that the issue is there. Um, we may not always see everything, but that doesn't mean that it's not there. Um, I had a doctor friend tell me that cancer is actually present in all of our bodies. It's just it doesn't always manifest itself. Well, we're seeing the manifestations of pornography and the impacts and different things, not just in young adults, but in small children, even in marriages and different things going on. So even though you may not want to deal with it, it's there. And if our churches are going to be stronger, if we're really, in, in fact, going to be the soldiers for Christ that we want to be, then I want to encourage them to reach out, make contact with you, bring you guys in. If they want to bring me, I, I'd love to come along with you guys so that we can continue doing what needs to be done to let people know that Christ is still on the throne and he's in control. Man, I appreciate you. Man to man, brother to brother, friend to friend. I just want to let you know I appreciate you for the first time we met in that Starbucks having that conversation, man. I got, I left there. I first thing I did, I think, was called Mike. And I was like, man, you won't believe the conversation I just had, man. God I mean, bless. And I just appreciate your tenacity. I appreciate your, your leadership, your wisdom, your guidance, your friendship. We got to get out on the course. Definitely. I mean, when it's warmer. Definitely, yes, definitely. <laughs> right now it's January. We're not doing that anytime, probably real soon. Uh, but anyhow, uh, man, like I said, I just I, I thank you for uh, for just your candor and just being who you are and just your service, your ministry, um, you know, the calling that's on your life. It's a calling that's on your life. And it's it's one that you, like every other pastor out there, you all have a burden that most people don't get. A burden, and, and I mean, it, it's and it's part of the calling, yeah. But at the same time, you're human beings, and you all have that thing that 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 you um, that you carry uh, that that um, that is part of part of that mantle. And so, again, just as a normal person, I'm just a dude, right? I mean, I just I just want to thank you on behalf of anybody else that doesn't thank you for what you do and just who you are in our culture, in the kingdom, and just everything everything that you're called to. I thank you for your time this weekend. And uh, like I said, I appreciate who you are and I appreciate what you do. Praise God. I, I think uh, it's probably best said like that songwriter. I'm just a nobody trying, trying to, to tell, tell everybody, everybody about, about somebody, somebody. <laughs> who can save, save anybody. anybody. So if you guys don't mind, I'd like to just close with a word of prayer. Please do. Um, yes. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for this experience that we had this weekend. And right now, Lord, I want to pray for that church leader, that pastor at this time who is debating, knows what's happening, maybe even in his own home. 
amongst members in his ch- or his or her church. Uh, Father, I ask that you would give them the the strength and the the wisdom. Give them the fortitude, like a David, to stand up for what is right. Give them the courage, like a Daniel, to be able to to stand, even though others may not stand with them. And I pray in a special way, Lord, that you would continue to bless the ministry of Free Indeed, so that one day all of us would in fact hear you say to us, well done, you've been faithful over a few things. Now I'm going to make you ruler over many things. So continue to bless us, continue to direct us, continue to guide us, and we'll be careful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Pastor Mac, appreciate you. Mike in the front seat. <laughs> the front seat of the truck. Appreciate you. Everybody everybody that's listening, we appreciate you. We love you. We're here for you. We're here with you. And uh and and uh yeah. I mean, I just I just want to thank you. I'm just looking at Mike. This is so funny. This is so weird. Uh sitting in the back of a car God doing bless. a podcast. God bless all of you, and we will talk with all of you soon. Thanks for listening to the Free Indeed podcast. Visit freeindeed36.com for more resources with deeper information and upcoming events. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery.